I'm Caitlin. You're listening to the Real Women Real Life Podcast, where we dive into personal development. We are passionate about living our best life and sharing with others that it's not about right or wrong, it's about being real. We are all on this journey together, so grab your favorite cup of tea, settle in, and join us while we share our experiences with personal growth and all the shit that comes with it. We are talking about dating yourself in and out of relationships. Self-dating. That, what you just said, I want everyone to hear that again. In and out of relationships, we must always be self-dating. Always. Yeah. I mean... What is it, um, RuPaul? <laughs> One of my favorite quotes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell can you love somebody else? So true. And even the reverse of that, if you can't love yourself, what makes you think somebody else does? Like, yeah. yeah I mean, that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. Mm. To find yourself getting into a relationship because you don't have love and you want love and you expect this other other person to be able to fulfill this missing piece in you. Mm. A lot of pressure, man. That is a lot of pressure. And actually, if you dig into that a little bit, so if you're saying, okay, I want you to love me because I don't love me. So I need you to show me that I'm capable of love. So I want to be loved. I want to be loved. I want to be loved. I don't necessarily love myself, but I want you to do it. So you're putting pressure on that person. And if you were to think about it, if you actually loved your partner, would you want to put that much pressure on them? Yes. You know, I mean, it's cliche and you've heard it probably a million times, but if your cup is not full, how can you help fulfill somebody else? Mm. Right? Like it's so true. You are empty. What's left to give? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. And you know, and it's interesting. So we talk about dating ourselves, right? We talk about self-dating. And I think that there's a lot of ways that this can be interpreted. And I think that it might be misinterpreted sometimes. So if you think about dates, like obviously, yes, taking yourself out. Like I love to take myself out to dinner, go see a film on my own, whatever. Like that's good stuff. Take yourself out on dates. Awesome. Yeah. Also, when you're dating a person, think of it in that sense uh, when you think about dating yourself as well. When you're dating another person, you don't always go out. Sometimes you mm. stay in. Sometimes yeah. you order food. Sometimes you just sit and listen to music and chat. So yeah. thinking about the ways that you can do that for yourself. So maybe on Saturday night, you do a little self-dating and you cozy up on the couch and you put on some tunes and you journal, you, you chat to yourself in that way. Mm. And you just think about like, you know, you talk about the things you want in life. You talk about where you see yourself in five years. You talk about all the different things that you might talk about on a date. You're just talking about that with yourself. You're creating dialogue with yourself about your dreams, your desires, your everything you want in life, you know, you're building a relationship with yourself. Mm. It's so interesting. And I love that we're talking about this because we're 
we kind of have two perspectives, right? Like you're in a relationship. I'm not in a relationship. True. So I think it's so powerful to get to that point where you are as comfortable and confident and feeling the love on your own as much as you do when you're with your partner. Mm. Yeah. Um, thought that just popped into my head is like reflecting on, you know, the past relationships that you've had, not really focusing on what sucked about them, but focusing on all those moments that you really enjoyed and bringing those into a relationship with yourself. Yes, that is so powerful. Ooh, I feel like you just gave me some insight right now, actually. <laughs> because yeah. I, was, I was having a chat with my partner just yesterday, in fact. We were talking about different things that we've been bringing into our relationship from our past relationships, the things that upset us. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is valuable. And I think that as I'm considering my relationship that I'm in right now, I don't know how much time we've ever spent talking about the good things that we are bringing forward from our relationship. Like, oh, I really enjoyed when I did X, Y, Z with my previous partner. And I would love to do more of that with you. Yeah. I think that's powerful, actually. I'm so glad you said that, Caitlin. I'm going to take that to him later. <laughs> Do it, take it, use it. It's crazy because it is like, it's so easy for us to think back and be like, well, that sucked. Like, I'm so glad that's over. I never have to deal with any of that again. But I think when you end a relationship, there's that sadness because there are those things that you're going to miss. You're like, ah, man, that was amazing. That one piece, that little itty bitty one piece, that was so good. Well, do it. What's stopping you? You don't need that other person. And if you're in a relationship, how exciting that you can bring something that you loved to share moving forward. Now, that can bring up some triggers too. I mean, Mm. as soon as I said it, I was like, oof, I have had this conversation of somebody saying, this was amazing. I love doing this with my partner. I want to bring that and do that with you. And instantly my brain was like, I don't want to share that. You shared that with that person. (laughs) (laughs) That's happened. The jealous monster. Jealousy. Uh, that woman, that woman jealousy. I know. And I think it's really powerful. Up. I think it's powerful to, that's a self-reflection thing, right? That's, mm. that's a me thing. That's my jealousy coming up. Where is that coming from? That going back to what you were saying, that takes time. Journal that. Work through that on your own because jealousy usually isn't about the other person. Jealousy is usually something within. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, and you know what I have found, and this is just my personal experience because I do totally have a little jealousy monster. You know, <laughs> this is making me think of. I'm I'm sidetracking for just a second, but have you seen on Netflix that uh, um, Big Mouth cartoon? Oh yes, yes. The hormone <laughs> monsters. <laughs> Yep. I totally have a jealousy monster. Like I've completely avatared and like characterized my jealousy monster. I know totally. who she is when she comes out. Anyways, she comes out less and less these days. And yes. it's because I've learned through self-reflection that so much of the jealousy was, it's insecurity really, at 100%. least in my experience. I mean, that might not be true for everyone. I don't want to assume. Yeah. I can say Quite frequently sure that it was me. 
Yeah. Yeah. I would say probably more often than not, it's because of an insecurity somewhere. So, or it's just a, a fear. It could also just be strictly a fear, a fear of not being taken care of, a fear of being abandoned, a fear of, um, it's yeah, one of the ways someone a fear of loss. I think people fear losing someone. So yes. it's like if I if I can't be as good as this or if I can't be this great magnificent whatever or if you think that person was better than me in this way, then you will mm. leave me and I will be lonely forever and I'll die. <laughs> so I feel like jealousy is one of the big ways it's like that kind of ringing the bell on mm-hmm. take some time and love yourself. Yes. Self-date. <laughs> Self-date. Go take yourself out on a nice date. Take yourself out on a date and give yourself exactly what you're getting all worked up about. Yes. Do 100%. it for you. Yeah. And you know, like, seriously, I, I feel like I really do want to circle back to the journaling because I feel like that's such a powerful thing. Like mm-hmm. legit, and this is for, even for those of you out there who are personal development junkies, you journal all the time. I want, if you're not in a relationship right now, I think mm-hmm. this would be such a good exercise. And I've, this just came up off the top of my head. So I'm not saying that I've done this before because I'm not that cool. I just think this would be a cool thing to do. So I think it would be great for you to legit sit, have some time by yourself with your journal all those questions that you like to ask on a first date, ask them to yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we all have those when we're in the dating game. Like we have those things that we ask people because we're trying to prepare ourselves and we're trying to figure out, is this a potential mate? Could I potentially partner up with this person on a long-term basis? How insightful could it be to ask yourself all those questions to really truly know what do I want in a relationship? What do I, I want? I love in a this. You know, I. Love what are my favorite sex positions? <laughs> I love it. It's so important because I yeah. think we go into you know, there's some people that go from relationship to relationship to relationship and don't take that time for themselves. But mm. I think that so much, so many of those questions that we end up asking other people. Hmm like you said, we need to take time to ask those of ourselves because the thing about relationships is most of the time they're going to reflect a lot of your shit back to you. 100%. Boy, am I learning that myself these days. (laughs) (laughs) So if you can get really confident and really comfortable with doing that for yourself in terms of the Mm -hmm. self-dating, I think that's the biggest thread in what we're talking about today is getting comfortable and confident with dating yourself and the fact that getting to know yourself, getting to know yes. what you want, getting to know what your boundaries are, getting to know what your no's are, so that when you do find yourself mm-hmm. in a relationship with another human being, you know these things. So when they do something that's not really in alignment, it's not about you. You know, it's like they're dealing with their own human shit. Yes. Maybe they yes. Have, need to take time to date themselves. Yes, 100%. And then Absolutely. you just get to love. And then you, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, relationships are tricky and honestly, and I know we talked about this in our previous episode, mm-hmm. relationships are tricky and yep. the hardest relationship, the relationship that takes the most work is the one with ourselves. Yeah. Cause you can't leave. You can't leave yourself. 
You can't break up you can't with yourself. Slam the door on yourself. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Up on yourself. Exactly. And if you try doing that, if you try breaking up with yourself in such a dramatic way, yes, I can. It imagine creates firsthand. a very mental instability. You cannot do that with yourself. So no. you must learn how to be with yourself. So yeah, self dating. Yeah, when you close off, close yourself off to parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. It does. It creates that instability. And if you've ever experienced it, you know, it's not something you willingly want to invite into your life if you can help it. Yeah. So top five self-dates. You know, I, it's interesting. I am in a couple of different Facebook groups and I always see girls coming up and like posting these things. But one of the things that jumped out to me today actually was this girl was having a conversation about how her boyfriend has never gotten her flowers, like in the two years that they've been dating. And it sounded like this was something that she really wanted to experience. Call the florist, pick out your favorite flowers and tell them to pick the day and give them a location to deliver, pay for it, whatever, do that for yourself, but let them pick the day and have that be a surprise and write yourself a special note Maybe have them delivered to your house so your boyfriend's there. And he's like, who are these flowers from? You get to say, look, I got these for myself because I really wanted flowers and getting flowers makes me feel special. Yes. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I send myself flowers. Right? <laughs> so fun. You know, I remember once a friend of mine sent me flowers. She wanted to congratulate me on getting a new job. And I got home from my first day at a new job and there were flowers waiting for me at home. I was like, I don't think a boyfriend has ever done that for me, but a girlfriend did. That was amazing. That is amazing. You know what? I think my mom did that for me one time when they were living overseas, but no, no, no boyfriend surprise flowers. No. That's Hmm. yeah. But that, that was the top one that jumped out. Um, I love that. um, my, I have this restaurant that I go to that I love it. It's pho, and I get the exact same order every single time to the point where he knows me when I come in, he knows what I want, and it's already coming out before I order it. And it's amazing. And I go and I bring my cards, my t- Oracle cards, and it's just my, it's me time. Yeah. I love it. I love that too. I also have a restaurant that I like to go. Mm. And I mean, we were just talking before we got on here about me being a Taurus. So mm. I'm the all about the indulgent, especially when it comes to food. <laughs> so I will get an appetizer. I will get a main course and I'll get my dessert and I'll have two glasses of wine and then I'll have some coffee. And like I do this, I'll, I'll sit there for like an hour and a half and just mm. people watch. I actually like to people watch. So I don't usually take stuff with me when I yep. go out, like when I take myself out. People probably think I'm crazy because I sit and make yummy noises as I'm eating. Mm. And I'm like talking to myself. I'm just like, mmm, mm, this so is so good. good. <laughs> so it's just, ugh, best. Best ever. And that's, that. you know, that's like classic. Yeah. Super simple, easy. And there's something really powerful about being, feeling comfortable taking yourself out, sitting and eating a meal by yes. yourself. Yeah. That's true. Especially for those of us, and I'm guilty of it. Uh, but those of us who have a tendency towards codependent relationships, Mm. 
So I know that for the longest time, I had so much trouble doing things by myself. Like I didn't want to go anywhere unless I had someone to come with me. So if I wanted to go see a movie or if I wanted to go to a festival or if I wanted to go try a new restaurant, it was like, oh, but none of my friends want to go. Oh, I guess I can't go. Yeah. So to finally get to that point to where it's like nobody is calling the shots but you. Totally. I remember I took myself, this is a couple years ago now, but I had been wanting to go snowboarding and I literally couldn't think of anybody to go with. And I ended up driving myself up to the mountain and taking myself out on a snowboarding date. And it was I love it. so amazing. I didn't have to wait for anybody at the bottom. <laughs> like It was so great. That and is amazing. Doing those things that you love and doing them on your own and letting yes. that be okay. Because you never know, like one, if you're single, you may meet somebody that has similar True. interests. And if you are in a relationship, just knowing that you can still do the things you love and you don't have to wait around for somebody else. And the person that you're with, I mean, it'd be nice if they were to celebrate that independence within the relationship as well. 100%. Because that's sexy. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely it is. Like, let me tell you, I'm not a fan of the clingy. And like, and I love that you did that. And I actually did something similar. I remember taking myself to salsa dancing there was oh, amazing dancing class and I always wanted to take dance lessons always 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 I always wanted to learn how to do like those ballroom dances and yes. stuff like that and I never had anyone to go with me and finally I was like I actually called ahead and I was like do you get singles in there like if I come without a partner will I have someone to dance with or am I going to be like the nerd that has to dance with the teacher <laughs> and the lady was so sweet she was like no we get singles all the time please come There will be plenty of people for you to dance with. We switch off partners throughout the class. Like, it'll be great. I was like, okay, cool. And I went and it was just the best time. I'm feeling inspired. Yeah, it was so good. So, and I I don't regret it at all. And now I've got moves, you know? Mm. That's good. It's so interesting. Something that just popped into my mind is going through the senses, right? Like if you were to think, yeah, how do you, how do relationships, how does dating stimulate your senses and how can you do that for yourself? I mean, I love that. Like there was this candle that I got from Bed Bath & Beyond, I think, I think that's what it's called, but it was like teak wood and it smelt like the most delicious yummy man. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. So it's like, Cause that's one of those things that, you know, being single, it's like, that's really nice. Like when you give a guy a hug and it just, he smells so oh, good. Yes, I love You just want to like bury yourself into their chest and you're like, Oh God, you smell so good. Yeah. So being single. There's still like, to this day, like certain like colognes or oils, yes. like I'll smell and I'm like, it just smells like a big bear hug. <laughs> oh yes. So it's like, I got the candle and like, I would light it and be like, Oh my God, that feeling is back that feeling, that memory. Love it. Oh, I dig that. Yeah. Totally dig that. I like the idea of activating the senses. I think that's so important because it is a sensory experience. Well, everything we do as humans is a sensory experience. And so when you think about like your best, most passionate, most exciting dates, so Mm -hmm. many of your senses are being stimulated. Yeah. So to find ways to create that for yourself is huge. So yeah, those are some good dating ideas. I like that. And I, I'm a, definitely a big fan of like um, the night in, you know, 
having a night in, watching Every a film. day. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. Dude, I love to binge watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Mm. like that's like that's my me time I just like sit and I order some food and I watch Gilmore Girls and I am in heaven yeah you know what I mean, you just hit a chord because I'm sure if you're in a relationship there's mm-hmm. shows that your partner doesn't really does want not want to watch, watch. yeah 100%. so you take that time and you say you know what Thursday night is my night I'm binging Gilmore Girls you can go and do whatever you want but this is me time yes 100 percent and, and let me tell you that being in a relationship, I do do that. Um, and you know, he has his shows that he watches too. Yeah. So like, I'll go do something while he's watching Sons of Anarchy, which I'm just, I have no interest in. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, like I think, and that's, that's important. And this stuff does not have to stop when you're in a relationship. And I think that's probably a big lesson because yes. I can think of, times when I was single, when I would get really into the self-dating, self-love, taking care of myself. But as soon as I got into a relationship with another person, it was like it all disappeared. That should not happen. That should not happen. I have learned it the hard way. I am passing this wisdom on to anyone who feels like listening to it right now. Do not drop the ball on that when you get into a relationship. That is the most important time to do it Mm -hmm. because it gets harder. Mm -hmm. Because I think we switch into you know, for, for whatever reasons, it's easy to fall into expecting that somebody else to fulfill that for you now that you're with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, perhaps I have an idealistic view of what I want my relationships to be like. Mm-hmm. However, I really feel that when you're in a relationship, that person should enhance what you already bring for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. Think. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait, wait for that. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, because, and, well, and the thing about self-dating and what we've been talking about throughout this entire episode is that we're getting to know ourselves. And that's an, that's an ongoing process. You don't just fully know yourself and now you don't have to do any more legwork because we're always changing, always growing, always shifting. So you should always be taking the time to relearn, to check in with yourself, to keep getting to know yourself. Otherwise, and I know that I'm not the only person this has happened to, but you're in a relationship that's long-term. You look back on the last two years and suddenly you feel like you got lost in the relationship. You don't know who you are anymore. Totally. Because you're not self-dating. You're not taking that time. You need to check in. You need to ask yourself these questions. And then if you are in a relationship while you're self-dating, share with your partner, what's coming up. Totally. I think it's, it's very interesting because the first thing, something that just popped in my mind too is like sexually, Mm. right? Like when you know your body and you communicate that to your partner, that completely changes your sexual experience Mm -hmm. as opposed to hoping they figure it out. Right? (laughs) Girl, that never happens. can lead to a lot of disappointment. So (laughs) I'm telling you. I am telling you. Well, and you know what? I was joking with, <laughs> I was joking with my partner not too long ago, actually, because we were talking about self-dating yep. and I totally have sex with myself at the end of a date if the date goes well. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. That's what you do at the end of a date. <laughs> if the date goes well. I like, agree. Yeah. Might be going out on one of those soon. <laughs> Girl real soon. <laughs> oh. uh, 
All right. Well, I think that's, I think we got some good stuff here. I hope that uh, you are all inspired to go out and start dating yourself and getting to know yourself and what you really want. Yes. I'd love to hear some of your own experiences if you share them with us on our Facebook page. Please do post on our Facebook page and let us know. And let us know what is your favorite self-date. So we've given you a few of ours. Yes. Let us know yours. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash RWRL podcast to stay in touch with what's coming up. Also, remember to subscribe and tell your friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah.